to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is the Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today for that we're incredibly grateful how you doing local bar can be found on itunes iheart but most of you find it over there on spotify yeah you can find me uh, on all the socials local bar media Uh, check us out localbarmedia.com and if you have done that lately you may have noticed that there is a new uh website that's going up um it is uh, it is it is almost done. I thought I was hoping that it would all be done before the airing of this show. It is not going to be, but it's going to be close. Uh, but just uh, if you go and it's kind of offline for a little bit, just just be patient. We got a, a bunch of brand new stuff. Easier way to find old episodes, uh, maybe even some blog posts from uh, here and there uh, about certain shows and some follow up. A lot of really cool plans, not just plans. Stuff that's already in produ- production, blah, 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 blah. It's been a long time. So speaking of that, it is very nice to be back with you. I am, uh, you know, I was planning on taking December off, uh, but I did not tell you. <laughs> and uh, I actually took half of November and December off. So I'm glad to be back. We've got a lot of shows. There's a lot of stuff that's that's changing uh, but it's kind of changing back to normal. Uh, we've got some guests lined up, a couple of interviews already done. Uh, looking at going back to the weekly format, a lot of people really like that. To be honest with you, I'm starting to find a little bit more time and and hopefully figuring out a couple of other things so that that's going to be more plausible. So excited about that. But more than anything, it's nice to be into the new year. Hope that you and your family are doing well. Hope the holidays are great for you. They certainly were for me. So with this being the new year, I, I want to take a little bit of time. I, I, I've had some, um, I've had a lot of new listeners because of the show that I did with Jeff Spoon, uh, the man who started the E2M, the Eager to Motivate uh, Fitness Craze that's on Facebook. Uh, if, you, if you've not seen this, just so you know, uh, Jeff was on our show back in November. Uh, he was on the cover of Men's Fitness last week. Uh, I, I think it's because of the show. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably more about his success than mine, but still, uh, it's on the cover of men's fitness is a really, really great article and, and, and great for not only Jeff, but that group of folks that, that, that do so well. Um, but I, there's a, there's a lot of new listeners now because of, of, of that. So I want to take some time here just to number one, if you've never, uh, if you're not a long time listener to the show, uh, we appreciate you being here. Just kind of a formal introduction. I've been doing the show since 2015. Tons of guests, some people that are famous, some people that are infamous, however you want to look at it. Uh, but each week we look for a positive story to share. Some weeks there is a guest, some weeks it's just me. Uh, I am. Uh, um, I, I have no background in this podcasting thing except f- since 2015. Uh, I've enjoyed doing this show. I uh, I like what I get out of it, but but personally, one of my favorite things that I get to do 
is help promote people that I know have great stuff going on in their lives. And, and I love, I love being able to be a platform for them. So thank you. If you found us through someone else, uh, please subscribe to the show. If you want to leave a comment, that always helps on whatever uh, platform you're listening to it on. And then uh, if you, if, if you're so inclined, uh, the easiest one, I, I hate to promote one over the other, but the easiest one is to go to Spotify and you can find every show we've ever done, uh, is, is on that. And, uh, take a, take a walk down amnesia lane and see if there's a name there that you may know and may want to hear more about, uh, there's some, uh, some pretty good shows over there. Uh, some, some of them I'm pretty proud of, and some of the interviews that we've done through the years have ended up being great. So I uh, hope, hope you find uh, something, or at least find a home here. And and as always, thanks, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. With the new year, there, there comes up this thing, right? This, this, the whole thing that we have on uh, New Year's resolutions. And everybody always talks about this. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna belabor this point too much. Because you, if you've if you've been anywhere, if you've been to church, if you've turned on the television, there, there's someone who is talking about New Year's resolutions, but they kind of bash them. Oh, we know we're all gonna break them, and we all gonna make them, and we're all gonna hurt the dirt. Every, everybody knows that. I, I'm not here to to tell you that, except for this. If you've been a listener to the show, you'll know that I do not make New Year's resolutions. Uh, I, I've stole something from Emmett Smith a long time ago. One of the things that he does is he sits down at his birthday and makes goals for the year. Goals for the next month, for the next six months, for the next year. And I, I do that. Uh, my birthday's in June, though. So uh, I got six more months uh, working on these goals. I am kind of taking a, a different approach this year b- because of a couple of things. And and I have to talk, I, I mentioned Jeff Spoon's name. I, I'm going to uh, give him some props again. I, you know, I, my, my wife is the one that got us on this diet. No, it's not a diet. My wife's the one that got us on this program where we've basically changed our lives and our outlook towards food, how we exercise, how active we are in our life. It's actually done wonders for us over the past six months. Not only have we dropped a ton of weight, we feel a lot better. We're a lot happier. And man, can we tell when we're off of it. And I'm not just talking because I feel a little gassy. Our attitudes are different. Oh, my God. It has been wonderful to find something uh, that we can fit into our lives. And and I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the other day. And he said that he needed to get into something like this as well. But he needed something that would fit his life. I got it's got I got to find something that can fit my life. You know, uh to be quite frank with you, the, the trick to this whole thing has been that um we've adjusted our life to it. Um I told this story on the Riot House podcast is some some guys here in Columbia. Billy Riot was on our show uh, last year, towards the end of the year. Uh, they do they do Soda City Riots, punk band. They, he was uh, uh, when I first met him, he was doing the Black Iron Gathering. It's a, a local band had had a lot of play around this the, these parts. But they do a podcast called Riot House Podcast. It's a blast every time I go over there. It is the not safe for work version of Chad. If you ever want to go and and, and check that out, whenever I'm on their show, they're great guys. And we were talking a little bit about. Um, 
about when uh, I think it was back in it was, it was back at the beginning of the year last year. Uh, doctor had put me on this cholesterol medication. I was like, dude, listen, your cholesterol's through the roof. It's obviously genetic. There's nothing you could do that would that would change this. And I was like, you know, I just I just don't buy that. Maria came up with this idea. She found the E2M folks, and we took off from there. Not only do we watch what we eat, we watch when we eat, we drink plenty of water, we get some exercise in, all that kind of stuff. It does fit our life because we've made it fit our life, and we've seen incredible results from it. Again, not just because of weight loss, but the overall fitness. The reason I'm telling you the story is I went back to the doctor, and he's like, hey, this pills are working. You know, I'd almost take you off of them, but you got a little bit further to go. And I'm like, dude, I, I haven't been taking them. I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something the right way. I don't want to get just where my body's counting on medis- medication. And, uh, you know, that, that goal has, has worked out for me. And so it brings me to this January, and suddenly I find myself kind of hankering to make a resolution. And I think it's because of the success I've seen towards my goals so far for this year. But see, I got six more months to go. And I am not ready to make any adjustments to my goals because they're, 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 they're goals that are measurable, um, but they're not easy. They are attainable, but they're not easy. So I still got a ways to go on these goals that I have set. However, I, I was thinking about the new year and uh, where I am in my life and where I am uh, with the goals I set forth the past six years and really uh, for the past couple of years, this this certain um, a focus, if you will, towards where I'm going. And, and I wanted to share it with you today because I think it's, I'm not, if you've made resolutions, great. I'm not trying to crap on you and say, go throw them away. I'm not saying that. But I do think this time of year, one of the things that could be a little bit more productive for us is if we made sure that the focus we have for the year is in check. I am a believer that um, multitasking is bad for you. Um, it's not just because I'm kind of lazy. It is because you do not give enough focus on any one thing. If you are, um, if you are, 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 are trying to do too much at one time, I don't, first of all, the human mind does not really multitask the way we all brag and say that it does. And it, it just, it actually doesn't do that. I think Ed Lattimore brought that up in our conversation. Maybe it wasn't Ed, but uh, it, it doesn't. And so one of the things we have to do is we have to be very careful where we put our energy and where our focus is. And and, and I, I thought about that going into this year. If I could focus on four things, what would they be? But first, what does that really mean? The reason I say I want to focus on four things is I looked at where my goals were, and I could kind of wrap them all into it was really about two or three segments and I thought to myself you know I bet if I add this one other thing and every single day every day I do something in each of those four blocks I bet I'll reach my goals and I bet when this June runs around I'm going to have a desire to to set even uh even further reaching goals okay 
I don't mind sharing it with you. It's very, it's very simple for me. My, my four things are my faith, family, fitness, and finance. All F's. Just gonna, just gonna pick a letter every year. I guess. E's really gonna suck. Um, but I, I, I'm saying that because you know, there, there's sure those are things that are important to me. They're important to everybody. It sounds generic, but I know where I am in those four places, and it just seems that all of my goals had something to do with that. So when I'm out doing anything, and suddenly I'm left with a choice, one of the things that I find is my choice seems to kind of go either away from those four things or towards them. Whether it's a purchase, uh, whether it's time and effort that I need to spend somewhere else, I, I've been really trying to, 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 to figure that out. And, and I've, I, for years, I've needed something in a moment that I know could, could, could make all the little steps add up to be large ones towards my goals. And so I found that if I have that focus in my head at all times, that all my decisions this year are going to be based around these four things. Will that allow for me to reach my goals? Will that make me a better person? Will it make me a happier man? Um, now, you can get nuanced and split hairs and get into that all that stuff all you want to. That's fine. That's for somebody. That's for a type A person. That's not me. This is type B resolution setting, Okay. And so, uh, and so that's where I am. And the reason I came to it is because I did something this December when I've taken this little bit of time off and really spent it in some reflection over the past year. And while everybody else is sitting there making these resolutions that this is going to be the new year, new me, I sat there. It hit me when I was on a cruise ship. I, I took my family on a cruise uh, for Christmas and, um, we had this really cool balcony room and, uh, I was sitting there looking out on the water on the balcony and I was thinking about like the new year coming up and how, how I was going to feel going into this year, what my goals were and, you know, how I was doing this, to this six month period, kind of a check-in over the goals that I had. And it hit me. I'm pretty damn proud of what I did this past year. Over the past two or three years, I've been very, I've been very blessed. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I, I, I've also been very proud with what I've had to put up with. Some of the sacrifices I've made, they, they've paid off. Some of them have hurt, but they've been for greater good, and 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 I and I've been okay with that. And it's really been actually, it's been a really good year. I'm I'm very happy that Maria really pushed for us to to do this diet. I feel very good about myself. I'm not where I need to be, but I'm 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 getting there. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Not going to this year with some some things that need to tighten up, but with a newfound focus towards something. And I I kind of chuckled to myself because I was like, this is not me walking into a year again like I've done before, saying New Year, New Me. This is me being able to look at the sun setting, not just on that water, but on this past year and say, uh, in that old year, there was a new me. I can, I can look back on the year and it's not so much planning and the promise that exists tomorrow. That, that promise will always exist tomorrow, but looking back, celebrating 
I allowed myself to really sit there and take that in for a little bit. I think when we come to this part of the year, we spend so much time living in that promise of tomorrow. One of the things that I found, uh, and I saw it in myself, and I'm noticing it in other people, is one of the things I, I think we do wrong is we tell everybody what we plan on doing. Now, there's a lot of people, especially a lot of my diehard Christian fans that will tell me, no, you're supposed to speak things into existence. Okay, I, I, I get you. And sometimes there is something good about that, having an accountability partner. I'm going to do this. And so they check in with you. And it's like, okay, how you doing on this project? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even written any notes down about it just yet? But one of the things that I found, and, and it kind of drives Maria nuts, is that I'll tell her all all the plans that I've got of what I want to do. And she looks at me like I'm insane. And she's right, because if I was really going to follow through with all of them, there's no way I would be able to focus on each one of them. But I've noticed something else that happens with, and, I, and again, like I said, I noticed this in me. I noticed that I get this dopamine rush from telling people these great ideas that I have and what I'm going to be, as if I've already started doing them. And then that rush seems to be enough, or at least enough to where it pushes it to the side, to where it then gets put on the back burner, and sometimes just falls in between the cracks. So, I've decided that I'm not going to tell everybody what I'm doing <laughs> anymore. And so there's no reason to tell you what my goals or my plans are because I would rather have the rush of seeing them succeed and come to fruition rather than live in the promise of tomorrow. And that's what I did sitting on that boat. I was damn proud of myself. I should have been. This year sucked. I've worked in a hospital. I've worked in the medical community for 20 years, but I've worked in a hospital, predominantly in a hospital for a year during this COVID crap. It stinks on ice. It is terrible. And we've had some things thrown at us, and my time has certainly been cut short in a lot of areas. But, you know, I'm proud of what I've been able to do. Oh, I've had some challenges, and I've, I've screwed some stuff up. There, there's no doubt about that. But all in all, you find yourself on the side of a Disney cruise ship uh, in the middle of the Caribbean at Christmas, you've, you've probably done something right. Or, which goes along with just about everything I do, also been very lucky in some areas. And that is true. So what does all this mean? Well, I, I want to wrap this up pretty quickly uh, because, again, this is just kind of an introduction to all of you new folks, but it's also an important message because I think we all do that too much. When you're going around telling people your resolutions, if it's not something you're really going to do, you're just living off the success that you're never going to see. You're living off that dopamine rush of, oh my gosh, this is coming for me, and it's not because you're not going to do it. 
So while you're making your resolutions or while we're, you know, I think most people kind of tweak them through the first month of uh, January, while there may be some of you that are really gung-ho about them and do very well, I know that the bulk of us don't, but even if you do well with them, I want, I want you to try something this year, at least one of them, maybe two, just in case. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody what it is. Write them down somewhere where you can find them. And go back, even if you send an email to yourself, call it, put the subject line resolutions uh, 2022. And that way you can just search for that come this time next year and see how you did on the one that you didn't tell anybody about. I bet you'll be surprised. I've been very, I've been very lucky this year. I've been very blessed. I've been, um, my, my, my wife and I, have had a very good year where, where the family is all healthy, happy, healthy. Um, we still have our challenges. The schedule is nuts. There's been talk. Now, let me not even say that out loud. Maybe about another podcast. I might be. I might be getting her to there, guys. I might be. <laughs> I might. I might have her. She might be ready to go. We'll see. I want to tell you something, though. I started off the year um, looking back on this past year and celebrating the uh, the successes that I had, overcoming some of the obstacles that I had, some of the ones that I made a mess of myself. Um, and I've I've been very... Very, uh, very proud of that. You know, this time last year, we started off by all of us getting COVID and then a plane crashed right across the street from our house. Um, we were all fine. The only person that, that perished in the plane crash was sadly the, the pilot. Uh, he's the only one aboard the plane. Um, but it was it was a very sobering thing for our family to have to deal with. And and it was a reminder of, of how lucky we can all be every single day. You know, we're going to be talking a lot over the at least the first two months of the year about very positive things uh, that exist in a very negative world that we live in. And I don't just mean the world proper. I mean even your communities, neighborhoods, and sadly, some of your homes. I have a saying that I, I tell friends of mine from time to time when they're going through a, a, a difficult situation. And, I, and I'll tell them, and I don't mean for this to sound pessimistic. It's just, it's really more optimistic. You just, you got to understand the context of, uh, of, the, of the times that I'll, I'll bring up this saying. Somebody will come to me and all this stuff will be going on and they'll talk about it like it's just rock bottom. And I will tell them, well, just don't ever forget it can always be worse because I've seen it. It does. I mean, it doesn't matter what you think's going on. Just you think it's bad. Oh man, you never really know. We talk about rock bottom. People talk about rock bottom. Rock bottom is just where you finally woke up, but I promise you, you can still keep going lower.
I started off this year dealing with the death of my cousin. Paige was uh, 32 years old. We lived in Florence, South Carolina, uh, when she was born. And um, I was I was 12 years old. And we have, there were always four of us. There were always four grandchildren on that side of the, of the family. We're pretty close. I was the second in line and the only grandson um, until Paige's younger brother, Bane, was born uh, a few years after Paige. But the four of us were there for the for the longest time. My sister was the youngest. She was 10 when Paige was born. So we went a, a long time period thinking that we were going to be the only cousins. And um, Paige was funny. From the moment she hit the, the planet, she seemed to be going just full bore into everything. Um. Paige grew up in a small town in South Carolina. And when I say small town, I mean small town. Uh, there is, I think there, maybe there's a red light. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. On the way to the Methodist church, not, not on the main road, but off the main road, there is a red light there. I, um, I worried about her, but even though she came from a very small town, I'll tell you, she was an extremely smart child. And she could really fool you with that. She was so quick-witted. Oh, my God. Like, just extremely quick-witted. But the thing about Paige that I always admired was how much she really loved everybody. Through the years, she she met a man and fell in love, and they moved to Japan. Uh, she came back uh, a few years ago. They moved to Arizona just over the past couple of years. But it didn't matter how many miles away we were, both of us always made sure the other one knew that we loved each other very much. But Paige did that with everybody. And Paige really loved, she, she just loved everybody. It was funny because she would love you with her whole heart and she didn't mind you having it. Over the past few days, I, I've struggled with the loss of, of her and, and all the different emotions I felt about it and why I have. And, 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 and none of that is anybody else's business but mine. But I, I want to tell you something that, that happened at her funeral. It was very small. It was just family. And it was tough. Her daughters were there, one that's 13, the other that's two. Listening to uh, listening to a young teenage girl cry over the loss of her mother is not an easy way to sit through a funeral. Listening to a two-year-old tell her, it's okay, sissy, it's okay. And then a few minutes later, looking up at my dad saying, it's not okay, is it? It was heartbreaking. But I walked outside the front of the church and talked to my wife for a moment and 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 admitted something to her that that I've never told anybody, but you, you need to hear. My cousin did something that I think was phenomenal. My cousin didn't live the life I wanted. We, we lived two completely different lives. But I will tell you, she lived the way I always wish I had. 
There's quite a few things that Paige always did, but one of the ones, and even now today, and seeing the world the way it is, and now knowing that we're going to continue on without her, it makes me miss her even more, and the fact that I took this one thing for granted. It is the coolest thing that I've ever seen, and I've never seen it in another person. Paige loved everybody the same. If she just met you, she did as well. And it didn't matter how much Paige had been hurt or burned by somebody in the past. You see, the rest of us look at that as the collective world. The world will hurt you. The world will not be fair. So when the world comes back again, you you better be a little careful. Paige didn't see it that way. And she always looked at it as you haven't done anything to hurt me yet. So you get just as much of a chance as anybody else ever has. Paige did not have an easy life. She didn't have the luck that, that I have, but she, she was pretty dang close. But she did that. And I thought about it that day, and I was in awe of it. And I was sad that it was gone. My cousin Paige was a beautiful young lady. She was funny. She was vibrant. She was alive. And now she's not with us. And it's a sobering reminder of why the faith, family, fitness, finance, all those things, the things that I need to look forward to, they they play a bigger role than me. There are other people that are involved in my life. There are other people that I have responsibility to. And other people that I need to be there for. It's also a reminder to live life to its fullest, yes. But to make sure that you're not so jaded in what you do. I don't really want to go into any more about my cousin. Not that I don't have a ton of hilarious stories to tell you about her, but I don't feel like telling them. Not yet. Sometime down the road in some bar, someone's going to ask me about her and I'm going to tell them a couple of really cool things. I've had the opportunity to do that with Maria because she's my person and that's what I do. But that that's where I am right now. But I, I want to I bring her passing up because as you're making these goals and as you're moving into this year, one of the ones that I think we should all have, one of the other focuses we need to have is we need to let crap go that's burned us from other people. I know people have made mistakes, and I know you very well can get burned by it. But I'm going to tell you that one of the reasons why Paige loves so many people is because those people also let her do it. People make mistakes. You make mistakes. You don't want me to sit here on this show and call out all your mistakes to the rest of the listeners of this audience? 
Maybe we need to lighten up a little bit on that. Because maybe we're missing out on loving other people as well. I saw uh, Citizen Cope last night with Maria and some good friends of ours at the uh, Senate in downtown Columbia. And he sat there. If you've never seen him before, he's a really cool guy, very chill, uh, very beatnik kind of thing. And he talked during the middle of it when he was introducing one of his songs, and he said something interesting about how we uh, don't get along enough, and we even see this hatred in our own families. But don't forget that that same hand that taught you to tie your shoe, maybe maybe you don't like that hand right now and you don't agree with it, but it taught you something before. So just because you may feel like you have to hate somebody doesn't mean that we all can't learn something from each other. It's a brilliant point. As you're going into this new year, make your goals, have a focus, make it easy for you to make decisions in the moment. Don't tell everybody about them. Make sure it has to do with loving other people. The last point I want to make about this is I get emails Uh, And I even had a conversation with somebody today that was talking about their mental health during this whole time period that everybody's kind of been dealing with over the past couple of years. When I talk about Paige loving everybody, no matter what the world had thrown at her before, I I want you to know that um, sometimes that has that person should be ourselves. One of the things I think we've done over the past couple of years is we've gotten really hard on ourselves. We judge our success based off of other people's social media. We judge our success off of what people think our social credit score should be. I want to invite you to let that go. I think we need to make sure that even though we've made mistakes in the past and not been the people that we, we think we could be, that maybe we can let that crap go as well. Look, last year is what we need to look back at in our successes or, all right, I need to try a little bit harder. Live your life every day today, not like tomorrow has promised, but today gives you something that you can be proud of tomorrow. Do that every month. Do it every week, a little bit every day. Find you a couple things to focus on. Strive your best to hit something in each one of those buckets every single day. I promise you, you'll see a difference. I have. My life last year was absolutely that. I'm not changing it this year. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, Send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. So do